Greenland Saga podcast. I'm your host, Ronnie. I'm Chad. And today we are covering Season 1, Episode 2, Sword. Sword. Now. Easy name. Real quick, if you're one of our Patreon members, thank you for listening. You're getting this three, how, how many weeks did you do? Three weeks. Is it three weeks? Three weeks before the people on the free feed. And if you're mm-hmm. on the free feed, you can go listen to three new episodes right now. Just go to Ronnie and, uh, patreon.com slash Ronnie and Chad. Five bucks. You get this once a week as well as just another where we shoot the shit, another episode where we shoot the shit once a week. So you get to, I yep. mean, eight podcasts for five bucks. What a deal. Steal. Once again, if you're already a Patreon member, thanks for sitting through it. And thank you for paying me something so when I talk with my mom's friends and say, yes, I do a podcast with my buddy and some people pay us, I never tell them how much we're getting paid. Mm-hmm. I just say people pay us. They go, wow, so that's on the internet? And I go, yes. And they go, that is so impressive. And I go, thank you. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that. What did you think of this episode, Chadley? I liked it, okay? Mm-hmm. It is a, it's a good insight to... Thor's, uh, I, I don't know why I missed this at the beginning. What did you miss? When I, when I watched this the first time, Thor's is basically saying right here, I know you've seen up to like episode seven. Mm-hmm. He's basically accepting death this episode, um, is how I took it. There was multiple times where I was like, oh, wow. So Thor's, he's pretty much accepting that he's going to most likely die. That's how I took at least two to three instances in this episode. Yeah, I think, but honestly, but the kind of guy Thor's is, I don't think he's even thinking of that. And we're getting a little ahead of ourselves, but I'll go ahead and tell you what I think. Yes, deep in his mind, is he probably thinking so? Yes. But I think he's thinking, I'm getting ready to kill all these other young people that are part of this village that they don't know what they're getting into. Right, and he says that too, but he all there's one line, and we'll get into it later, where he's like, "I I will I will finally pay for the things that I've done, or something like that, something along those." I've got it in my notes, so once we get to it, I'll I'll bring it up. But also, are you watching this or English or uh, Japanese? Uh, Japanese. Okay, good. That's not how I say Japanese. Japanese. Just making sure that you're watching this in its original form. Now, if you were saying something like Demon Slayer, you're like, oh, I'm watching it in dub. I'd be like, oh, that's fine. No, that's actually not what you would say because you uh, look for any opportunity you can to do it. And just because you said that, just because you're still the guy gatekeeping anime, uh, the next one where I don't do the notes, I'm going to watch it on Netflix. I'm going to do the English dub. But these first two I've watched on Crunchyroll where it's just uh and that's sub. good. I want The reason I say that is this is so cinematic slash... Yeah, it's just very cinematic that you have to watch in its original form. Now, if it is something like Demon Slayer, the voice acting and stuff, storyline, not as deep as some other shows where dub is fine. And see, I would argue that cinematic would be more of the reason to not watch it in its original form because that way I don't have to read. I can watch the cinematic take in place in front of me. No, I, when I say cinematic, and I guess does cinematic have anything to do with like the no. acting and the voicing and all that as well? I don't believe so. Like certain scenes, you want the certain scenes. Cinematography in this form. is the you know that's the act of filming, you know. Right, but they, so it's like what's on screen. I know, and the characters are on screen. You want the original, the art of making motion pictures, so it has literally nothing to do with what they're saying or how they're saying it. But it matters though. You don't want not the original form audio with the cinematic experience i'm just saying uh, no you're not right well sure sure you can say that but i'm just saying 
for you to make the point that you're making, it's a valid point if you had taken it in seven different directions in the one you took it. The one that you took it was the most, like, that was the worst way you could have done it. I'll say this. <laughs> something A show like Demon Slayer, who cares if you watch it in dub or sub? A show like this in Attack on Titan, watch it in its original form. Someone pull the clip there of you go. when we talk about Demon Slayer and Chad goes, you're, you're watching it in dub? I never said that. No one will find it because no one remembers. Let's get into the episode. Hey, enjoy the anime how you want to enjoy the anime. Yeah, y'all can. I just want Ronnie to watch it. I'm a flipper and a flopper. These first two episodes, I have done sub. And I enjoy it. Love the voice actors. They're not over the top. And you know me. That counts a lot for me. We open up right into the OP. And this time I did not pee during it and can confirm it goes exceptionally hard. Yes, I knew you would like it. I love it a lot. We cut to Northumbria, a northern England Viking site. It's just, you know, just a couple dudes bathing together, Man. having a little water fight, a little splishing and splashing, naked bros being yeah. naked bros. Yeah. Reminds me of the showers, the gym showers back in the high school days. Now, my note says when a dick sneaks up. Now, I'm not talking about an actual penis because there are a bunch of flaccid cocks on display here. Like, Well, not on display. This is cinematography. Right. It was a cinematic choice to decide they'll be naked, but we won't show any penis. Right. Now, I'm surprised no one was going up and slapping each other's butts and mm-hmm. like high-fiving and stuff. That's what we did in the locker rooms. Right. Good games. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see any of that. That's a little disappointing. Yeah. When I talk about a dick here, I'm talking about an asshole. He sneaks up through the water and stabs a guy. It's not... Uh, when you kill somebody when they're sleeping or when they're naked or both... Disrespectful. That's the most disrespectful way to kill somebody. I agree. I agree. In their most vulnerable state. Maybe while they're pooping, too. That's another one. And Yeah, for sure. Right as it's halfway out, that's a terrible time to do it. A battle breaks out. The naked guys, what could they do? They were really taken unaware. I would have to imagine if you're fighting naked, you're... your attack points must go down like 20%. Even if you're oh, trying yeah. your hardest, like there's no way that you're not subconsciously being like, oh, I'm naked. I'm naked. It's like the only thing you can do at that point is just like bear hug them. So they're like, oh, well, I got a naked guy on me. Right. And I, freak out a little I bit. I just think even if your adrenaline's going, you're fighting for your life. If you just so happen to be naked and you're, you know, especially yours, your sack is slinging around oh, and not gosh, contained yeah. in any way. Yeah. You're just not going to put up as good of a fight as I think you normally mm-hmm. could. Somebody might step on it. So they're they're getting pretty beat up here. Elsewhere, some kids are playing with their wooden swords. Yeah, I love the transition here. Mm-hmm. The reason I love it, we see just innocent. Well, these guys might not be completely innocent, but we see people dying. Okay, sneak attack, terrible. It just show showcasing right here that war is terrible, and then it cuts over to the kids who are like who are thinking, playing war. They're playing war, thinking thinking it's so exciting. Yeah, so this is our village. Thorfinn, he's already died, and he's doing pretty good about staying in character, which I respect. <laughs> yeah, but him and that one kid. He does want to have a little chat, though. He is dead, but he's still, you know, he's trying He's trying to do this right here, where he's like, as long as they don't hear us talking, we can still be dead. Not my boy, uh, what's his name? Faxi, I guess. Faxi, yeah, yeah. I couldn't tell if it was an O or an A in my notes here. I'm getting old. Not my boy Faxi, though. He will lay there all day silent. He is going to be the best dead guy he can be. <laughs> yeah. 
Thorfinn get method it. actor. Yeah, and that's the. I mean, who is that friend? You know, don't be that friend. Yeah, it's too much. You could be a really good actor, but then you also like, eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll whisper for right. a little bit. Thorfinn is doing it right. Mm-hmm. You know, if you die in the game, sure, play like you're dead. But as soon as the battle, you know, moves a few feet elsewhere, that's when you're gonna start. You know, gonna start chitting and chatting. You think this is foreshadowing uh, Thorfinn's death right here? No. Okay. It's <laughs> it's foreshadowing Faxi's death because that guy is going to die quickly. <laughs> Thorfinn does get him chatting a bit, though, and he's basically like, yeah, I can't wait to die so I can go to Valhalla and have meat every day. Which turns out, Chad, you already live in Valhalla. Oh, I do, man. It's so awesome. And, I, you know, thinking about it, they don't have meat a lot. Like, they do have uh, fish. You Mm -hmm. know, fish is nice. That's definitely something that's nice. But, like, dude, you got to keep your cows for milk and stuff in this little cows for milk, sheep, also known as a lamb for... Wool, for wool, yeah. I mean, I guess they get it occasionally, but it's probably not that often. Probably not a whole lot. Now, would you say it's Valhalla or or Valhalla? I say Valhalla. You say Valhalla? Yeah, but you can say it however you Valhalla. want. Valhalla. I'll say Valhalla. That sounds that sounds nicer. Uh, Thorfinn makes a point. He says you can't go to Valhalla unless you are a strong warrior, which gets him thinking. He's worried about his mother and his sister. <laughs> That's pretty cute and funny, right there. Uh, well, what's cute and funny? The the that's cute that he's like, oh, I'm, I hope my mom can make it. Like, like Valhalla means anything to his mother. Okay, I thought you. I didn't know if you were referring to that or the misogynistic attitude of Vikings that leave oh, the. No. <laughs> no, it's just like you know, no other like actual Viking is thinking about their mom or sister making it to Valhalla. But. Right, right. Leaf walks up. He's preparing for a sail over to Norway to make some trades. Thorfinn's mad that he can't go, so he wishes for him to get stuck in ice, which seemed a little <laughs> bit excessive. You know? Uh, that is so something I would say at that age. <laughs> but once again, Leaf, kind of a dirtbag, man. He's making this entire trip for some booze. Hey, no, 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 The whole trip no. for some booze. He's like, no. yeah. Yes. He's doing it for a tradition, though. Christmas spirit tradition to have wine on Christmas and celebrate with everybody. That's hey. a acceptable thing ronnie except he's like the only christian here so he's doing it for himself for some booze now i will say uh, it seems a little excessive just for some wine have you ever heard about bending the rules a little bit yeah how about go get some meat people are wanting meat some meat or how about you replace uh one of the letters some mead which they do have drink some mead be like, hey, sorry, you know, I, I would have had to go on a three-week excursion to get... Just for some wine. Just for some wine that I would drink right. all by myself, and I would overdo it a little bit. I would give some to the kids. I think he would. I think he would, but not much, because like I said, Dirtbag, he he's keeping most of it for himself. Leaf asked Thorfinn to give his father a message because a warship has arrived... Yeah, he gets very serious here. He does it without freaking out Thorfinn too much, mm-hmm. but he does in a very serious tone. He can see the size of the ship from even that far away. He's like, yeah, go get Thor's. We might be screwed here, which is interesting because a little bit later in this episode, Leif mentions that he didn't know exactly who Thor's was before this. Which right. I thought he would have. I mean, I guess he knew he was probably a fighter, but he didn't know to what extent. 
Yeah, didn't know it, to what extent, and I agree. But that's, I agree, but also disagree because Thor's does not seem. He's one of those guys that speaks for himself. I see someone like that, and I go, okay, yeah, this guy can handle himself, but I might not immediately jump to a Joms Viking. Oh, he was the leader of the Joms Vikings and ki- has killed seven thousand people single-handedly. Yeah. Um, because at this point, all Leaf knows him as like a peaceful man. This is another. This is what I love. Thor's. He's in the village. He's trying to learn how to make pots. He mm-hmm. doesn't need to do that. No. He's a, but he's still. He's you know he's trying to bond with everyone. He's like ah oh, you know te- teach me how to make a pot and he's doing it too hard. He's he too is, strong. He literally is the guy that you can be. You could literally like you. I know last week you talked about Lars being your hero. At the age of twenty-seven, yeah, he is. But that's my father, by the way. If you're just tuning in now, he Thor's is the guy that you could be the at the age of fifty or sixty. Yeah, I don't go comparing my father to Thor's because my dad could make a pot. I'm saying at the age of fifty or sixty, anybody in this village, you could be an an elder and still look up to Thor's. Right. Any anyone would look up to this guy. So yeah, he he was working on this pot, but he was swinging the hammer too hard, and it turns out it's got a hole. There's definitely some leakage. Thorfinn runs in, alerts him of the warship that is docked, and it just has soldiers standing still, waiting for Thor's the troll. Haven't seen him in 15 years, but they still have enough respect for if he's not even here on this island, they'll still just sit there and wait. Yeah, they announce that's who they're waiting for, and one dumbass from the village goes, Thor's the troll, hmm, do you think that they could be talking about Thor's? Thor's, who could that be? Could it be Thor's? The biggest and strongest guy in the village who seemingly is in charge of the village, could that be who they're looking for? (laughs) What an idiot. Uh... The villagers aren't real sure where these guys have come from, though, because they make Hafton's guys look like pipsqueaks. Yeah. And even, dude, the size of this shit compared to Leafs, I don't know if you really focused in on that, but it is a massive difference. I know the Leaf is like such an awesome sailor, talks about it all, but it doesn't even come close to the size no. of this. No. I mean, how many soldiers do you think are here? Because they're lined up pretty substantially. 50, maybe? I don't I don't really know. Yeah. I mean, could be Leafs more. could hold 12, mm-hmm. maybe. 12 and if they go to sleep at night they're gonna be freaking cozy oh yeah thor's walks up where he's met with bowed heads and they are led by a name a man named floki who knows thor's from a previous campaign and this is when we start to realize that the village doesn't really know if thor's passed floki's telling thor's about the attack that we saw earlier with the naked men and due to the attack we are on the verge of war. Right. So he's saying the English did that attack, right? Right. Okay. Those those uh those naked butts that we were seeing were those of the Dutch. Yep. They were Dutch butts. And Dane Baines or Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were Danes, but they weren't wearing Hanes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is correct. You could see the dick veins. <laughs> Whoa. Sorry. That one did not work as good. Ve- <laughs> veins had nothing to do with anything. Floki says, as warriors of the Yams Vikings, it is their time to fight with the Danish army. Uh, did you say Joms Vikings earlier? Yeah. Idiot. <laughs> and I think I fell into the trap, too. 
What? I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Yams Vikings. Well, dude, here's the thing. I think I'm, a J. I think a J is like a Y. And here's the thing about the Japanese Jägermeister. The thing about the Japanese is that they do pronounce like I'm gonna be saying Torfin and Tors a lot because that's the way they say it in sub. I don't know if you've noticed that yet. Um, and also they say I'm pretty sure they say it with a J. They say Jams Yams. Vikings. I'm pretty sure they have that little accent to it. But like I said, they do say Torfin and Tors. I'm sure if you listen to the dub, they would say Thorfin and Thors, not Torfin and Tors. Right. But I don't really know. Well, we'd have to double check on that. But I keep getting mixed up because I think last episode we did that. I said Torfin like three times. And yeah, that's fine. Because like I said, I said when I heard you say Joms Viking, I said Joms Viking. Yeah. And then when I read it there, I did it correctly. And then I remembered that you said it wrong. And I was going to just ignore the fact that I said it wrong. So I just wanted to call you an yeah. idiot. And for that, I apologize because I did the same thing. And it is from, they're from Yomsburg, correct? Yes. Okay, the Joms Vikings are from Yomsburg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so as Yoms Vikings, it is their time to fight with the Danish army to launch an attack on England. Thors, he politely declines. He's like, thank you, no thanks. This is just a small village mm-hmm. away from everything. And, and we got to mention, too, they're the strongest army in the Northern Sea. Right, which, I mean, who's counting? Right. You know? I mean, I, so, I believe it. They look pretty impressive, mm-hmm. but who's keeping track? Who's got the leaderboards? I'd like to know. Um, Flogi says, that won't do. The instructions were clear to gather all warriors, even deserters. Now, that's not... How did they, he- how did they hear is, about him? Deserters are not Ronnie at a pizza buffet when he goes to the very far end of the buffet where the dessert pizza is. That's not the kind of deserters we're talking about. <laughs> no, no, no. We're talking about a whole different type of deserters. And you know what? I think they found out about Thor's from our boy Leif Erikson. Oh, that's such a good theory. This, this and is, also oh. such a good theory because one, I mean, come on, how did they know exactly where he was for, and he's been gone for this many years Two. I've already theorized that he's a dirtbag, and that would just further who, my Who sails my the seas? Who's probably talking about Thor's, one of his good friends that lives in Iceland? Yeah. Somebody hears Thor's, they're like, wait a minute. We never found Thor's body. Who just makes three-week trips for some booze and is, yep. you know, all up and down that northern sea. So I that theory, I think, is how they heard about him. It's got to be, because he's the only guy sailing across the world. Good from call. This place. Good call. He says the Yams Viking captain, Thor's the troll, will fight. Whoa! Not only is it a deserter, he's the captain? Now, did you hear... The, are we at the point where they say the leader of the Yams Vikings? Do you have that name? Uh, the guy's name who's, like, basically calling for him to come back? Yeah, he's, like, in a whole different... Like, in the home territory, I guess you would say. To get, I thought that they were going to talk about him further, and they never really did, so I never actually did get his right. name. Because Floki seems like he is, I guess Floki's just the captain now, and then that guy is like the full leader. Is that what? I, is that how we take that? Um, I would say that Floki, like they probably have more ships. Like they've okay. got countless, like and Floki's just the captain of that ship, and and that guy that he's talking about is ship. the leader of all the ships. Yeah. Okay. Probably yeah, the that fleet. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically. 
they go on to give some more background. Thor's has been missing for 15 years, but they are willing to look past that and welcome him back with open arms if he just comes back now. Um, now, we obviously know... This is where it gets interesting. We know that none of this is true. Yeah. So... Um, well, now, what, if he said yes... Now, here, here's what I'm, I'm trying to think right now. If he said yes, would that have been... You mean, like, right away? Because he does say yes. Like, he's going. No, I'm saying, like, right away. Like, if he says, yeah, I'll no, come with you. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. I think this was, like, a hit from the... But, I mean, it also... Because it's, it's, it's two things, all right? I don't understand if he says yes and they let him go... If this was ever in their minds that they were going to have him killed, like, why don't they just go ahead and murder this entire village? I think it's because they were afraid of the losses that they would sustain. As in, Thors would fight back and probably wipe out this entire fleet, if not a lot of them. I think that's kind of why they didn't do that. Hmm. That seems silly, but he's also a unit, so I can't comment a whole lot further. That seems crazy, right. though. That's that's my theory on that. That's where it's that's a, why I think this is a genuine question right now. If they said come with us on our ship right now, if he would have actually gone, I think they would have been okay with it. I know, but to me, it's also like it, they know this guy. Thor's is not the kind of like I a hundred percent believe that Thor's is the kind of guy that once he's like begrudging begrudgingly says yes, like he's gonna go do his duty. He's not gonna be looking for. You know, and out, especially now that his people are involved, he's not going to be looking to desert again at the next chance where he's, you know, fighting with a guy underwater and there's fire all over the place and he can swim away. Because at this point, he's, you know. But that's what's crazy is they don't, I mean, he, they haven't seen him in 15 years and he deserted. So, like, how do they know that, though? They're like, wow, this guy I know, but deserted then how, us and now he's living, living on iceland right the same thing they haven't seen him in 15 years and they're looking at him you know oh he's he's growing old on this island like look there's no one he can spar with here look at these munchins like oh 50 yams vikings yeah we can kill him who else are we worried about a leaf we're worried about ari with <laughs> so it, it's just interesting um okay where all were we so Thoris is just mad that Floki came in a warship scaring the villagers. He's like, couldn't you have just come and told me this mm-hmm. in a much chiller way? But Fo- Floki can't believe how much Thoris has changed, saying he hardly even recognizes him. He goes on to comment about how happy the children seem and that it must be because they are so far removed from war. Um, which, I mean, just goes even further. Like, he's already saying he doesn't recognize him. Maybe that's just a dig. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's clearly him. But they can just look around this village and go, oh, even like the men who are the 19 year olds, they don't know shit. Like they don't know what's out there. No, not at all. So it just feels like they could (laughs) burn this ice town to the ground if they wanted to. Right. The hardest part would be getting a fire started. But I bet that's what that's what's weird though. Are they that scared of him? Like, do they not know? They're like, oh, it looks like he has changed, but maybe they're thinking. But what if he still can? Okay, here's my new favorite theory because what you I see what you were doing, that makes the most sense. Here's what I think is going on. So, like we said, there's a captain of the Yams Vikings that's not here. Floki's doing what he's told to go and get Thor's, 
but he's hiring a hitman because he doesn't want Thor's to come back. If Floki's like the second man in charge now. If Thor's comes back, the captain mm. now is going to be like, oh yeah, this is my right-hand guy. Yeah. So Floki has to hire someone without the captain of the Yams Vikings knowing to kill Thor's okay. and be like, hey, I went and got him. He was on his way, and then these mercenaries went and that, finished him off. That 100% is probably the right answer. We figured it out. Yeah. All right. Elsewhere, the eavesdropping happy kids are just absolutely pumped about the pros- prospect of a war. One guy even says this, a quote, Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> While talking about how cool war is going to be, Ari walks into one of Floki's soldiers who is six foot seven, two 295 pounds, who just glares at him, and then I laughed. <laughs> because, yikes. <sighs> How hard do you think it was for that guy not to kill him? I mean, he was really... He was exercising some cautiousness because <laughs> because it would have been so yeah. easy. Floki says he's not just a little kid messing around, that he was given an order, and if it's not fulfilled, things aren't going to go well. We're cutting back and forth here because now Leaf he gives us some background on the Yams Vikings. Basically... They're a mercenary army, like you said, the uh, the strongest in the North Sea. Um, now, he's shocked that Thors used to ride around with them and that they're so strong that the king cannot make them pay taxes. Right, so which king? Did he say what king he's talking about? He did, about but to me... Doesn't matter. That was one of those things where I was like, I don't know which king is the king of which, so it's just the king. Yeah. It's the only king I need to worry about. As of right now, I don't know where all this goes. Right. And it's one of those things where they're okay. So let's get this straight. The Yams Vikings mm-hmm. are joining the Danes. The Dutch. They're joining the Danes because of the English's attack. Right. So are they just doing that? Cause they're going to get paid hefty for joining. I'm assuming. Well, or they're just, they've already been like established as the allies of the okay. Dutch or something like that. Um, it's kind of how I'm taking it. So the guy keeps, uh, let me see here. Oh, oh yeah. wait, they, yeah, yeah, they, And I forgot, I think it mentions it here in a second too, um, about the king. You getting to that point? Uh, I don't know if I've got it or not. What you got? King Swain's sister was killed in that attack. So yes. now he's got even more of a reason to. Yes. Yeah. So the guy keeps grimacing at Ari who walks back to the boat, and he's like, geez, what's that guy's deal? And Leaf is like, yeah, buddy, that guy almost just killed you, so chill out. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking <laughs> But it shows how sheltered and innocent they really right. are. Like, they have no clue. They've been playing war, thinking it's like some fun thing. Yeah, Ari wasn't even... He was so clueless to the fact that that guy was almost like restraining himself from killing him, and he's just like, that guy was a little grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> Floki returns to the ship and tells the villagers that he has requested Thors to come along and he's accepted. Thors will also be providing one ship and those who are willing to join him. And the village just starts up a hootenanny. It's a party. To die on the battlefield, that's the dream. Thors is there. He walks away sadly. I was sad seeing him walk away sadly. I know. I mean, you see the guy that's actually been to war, how upset he is, and the people that have never been are just so excited. 
Right. Later, Leaf, who we think got Thor's into this situation to begin with, asks a very stupid question. He says, you couldn't decline? <laughs> that would have been awesome. Thor's is so, you know, level-headed and very calm if he just looked up with crazy eyes and was like, oh, decline! Mm-hmm. Shit, I should have thought of that, Leaf. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I should, probably should have just declined, huh? Yeah, it, it's just such a lose-lose situation. Like, this is the only thing he could have done. Thor's, this is where I was talking about, you know, I I do think you're right later on when he makes the line that he's thinking about himself. But right here he says that he brought these people into this. And, um, like, he admits to earning money back in the day by killing people until he grew sick of it and found a chance to flee. He thought he disguised his death well but not so much, which is another point to make of like, so he thinks he did it pretty well. So what's one way that a well-disguised death could go or someone could figure out a well-disguised death if someone you're living with <laughs> just tells them, hey, this guy's still alive. Yeah. And 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 Leaf, he's a storyteller. Leaf is literally sailing across the world. He's just telling stories of his hometown and talking about Oh yeah, back in Iceland, this guy named Thor is—I mean, he's a strong guy. If I—if I had to guess, in the past life, he could have been a Yams Viking. <laughs> he could have been—I don't know—a captain of the Yams Vikings. <laughs> Thor says he can't pull any tricks now, or they would punish the village. So he's ready to accept responsibility. And there's your line there. Mm-hmm. We go to the calling card, and when we come back, the villagers are preparing the battleship. Leaf has decided to depart alongside Thor, so we got a two-ship system going on. And Thorfinn is fighting with some wooden swords again until he totally gets ganged up on. But he no longer cares about the silly rules to this silly game because someone poked him with a stick and he just starts dealing out some concussions. Oh, yeah. There are some concussed kids in the village thanks to Thorfinn starting right now. Because he's ready for war, man. Now, He's some excited. who what six year old would not be ready to go kill some people, you know? Now, okay. Yeah, I guess he he is just such a sweet sweet child that he's just excited for war, and he's like he's ready to get to the real thing. He's like enough of this wooden stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not actually dead yet, so I'm gonna keep hitting. God, you. That's what's so sad, dude. Is that like I literally I think of my cousin. He reminds me so much of Thorfinn. He would be the same way. He would be like, "Oh, I can't wait to go kill people." After. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thinking it's like so cool. He's the kid that uh, one of my favorite viral um, trends was when people when parents were going around to their kids and saying like, "Hey, we got to go fight these people. Get ready." And they're like, "They got a kid around your age," and seeing how kids reacted. Your cousin is one that would have been like. Where are my Crocs? Let's go. Yeah. Where's my bow? Let's go yeah, get Yeah, where's him. my bow? He would just grab his <laughs> bow and be ready. So we cut over to uh, some fatty walks up to Thor's preparing Whoa. to... <laughs> I know. you. He walks up to Thor's preparing to go to battle, asking him to be a... Oh, okay. You messed up my note, dude. Some fatty walks up to Thor's who's preparing to go to battle just for this guy to ask him to be a doctor all of a sudden. Now, of course, Thor's will do it because he's a nice guy. Yeah, and where's this guy getting all that extra weight on? You know? good, Everybody what, else is wanting meat. It's the question that I was starting to ask, but then you said, whoa, knocking me off my rail. You know, I was I'm trying just to figure, curious, man. Like, how, are, how is he getting that much? Thor's is still a big guy, too. He is. What is he doing? He is. I mean, they do say it's hard, you know, 
it's harder to lose muscle than it is to gain the muscle. But, you know, once you have it, Still. but to get that much protein to sustain that for that right. long. Like, it's been 15 years. It's not like it's been a simple two or three. I guess he's got good genetics. So the kid has a broken arm, and this is where I have to start apologizing to the fat dad because uh, he's actually kind of cool. He, yeah, he's very cool right now. <laughs> he, he apologizes for bothering Thors and is actually a really nice villager, and I apologize for calling him fatty. Except for the kid. Uh, this ki- kid starts crying about Thorfinn kicking ass, and the cool dad actually says, Ha! Isn't the only... He's the only five-year-old playing with a bunch of six-years-old. That's pretty dope that he broke my kid's arm. No, he said he's the only six-year-old playing with, like... I think that kid's supposed to be eight or nine. He said, yeah, Thorfinn's the only six-year-old. He's playing with a bunch of uh, kids that are a couple years older than him. Maybe. There was a f- there was a five somewhere in there. Okay. Well, I know Thorfinn, it says for a fact that he's six right right here. Okay. So, so maybe he said he's like five. What is he, five or six playing with a... Yeah, he might have said that line. Um, Ari's getting kitted out with some family gear. And Thorfinn, he's in his fields. He throws down his wooden sword, starts looking for a real weapon. When Big Sis, she tries to um, just be sisterly. But Thorfinn isn't listening and stumbles on a big chest with his father's old gear. Now, he I don't know what the name of this weapon is. It's just a really big knife, I guess. Yeah, what would you, like a dagger? A big <sighs> yeah, dagger? But it's, I don't know. It's such a thick dagger. Yeah. So I don't really know what this weapon is called. I'm not a weaponist. But he unsheaths it and is looking at it until Thor's walks in and grabs it barehanded. Dude, there is nothing more badass than just grabbing something like this barehanded and just bleeding. Well, it's also, it's the second time in as many episodes that goes to show that he isn't the smartest guy around. He's doing it. Oh, Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronnie. It's He's not, doing it's this not, to prove a point. It's, it's a terrible point. No, it's not. He's saying, do you see... What he's saying right now is this is a danger. He talks about this is a dangerous weapon. You know this is used to kill people. And while he's saying that, mm-hmm. he's showing Thorfinn right. that literally all he did was grab it, and he's bleeding profusely from his hand. Yeah. Now, Should- now is it now is he should now is this a bad example because Thorfinn's gonna think, oh wow, now I can just go grab giant knives, right, and, right. and just it'll be fine because it didn't affect him. Oh, to be like Dad, I just grab knives. That's yeah. what he's thinking. He's like, and it didn't affect him that much. He didn't say ow or anything. So, I mean, it was a well-intended lesson, but I'm just thinking, like, if you're trying to show the sharpness of a weapon, there's other ways you could do it. It just showed how badass he is, though, that it doesn't... Well, and it actually... I'll tell you what it really shows, which is the most important part here in a second. Has nothing to do with Thor's. So he asked Thorfinn if he needs a weapon, or why he needs a weapon, and whose life he wishes to take. Thorfinn says enemies like Hafton... And Thor's tells him he doesn't have enemies, nobody does, nobody deserves to be hurt. But Thorfinn, he's not having that. He knows I his know. father it's is tough. going to war tomorrow to kill people, so he books it, he runs away. It's a great lesson to teach a kid, though, because it's like, Thorfinn at this moment right now, like, he doesn't have enemies. Mm-hmm. He really doesn't. So what? obviously, being a kid, though, he thinks war is a good thing, so he's, like, excited about it, and he's like, Dad... Why can't I? Why are you not excited? I'm excited about this, Dad. Like I would be pissed if my dad wasn't excited about this too. Yeah, he's he's just mad that he doesn't get to go. It's not even he's yeah. not even considering the fact that oh my father's getting ready to leave right. without like well he is thinking that he's leaving without him, but not in the sense of oh my father's not going to be around. More so, I don't get to be fighting mm-hmm. with my father. 
Um, now, the person who shines the most with this whole weapon incident, Helga. What a woman. What a woman. You know this is Dude, good. Th- this is. I yeah. thought, so the whole Thor's doing that, and then this right here without even skipping a beat. Let's talk about sweet Helga for 15 minutes. This has got to be the worst day of her life. 100%. She knows what's coming. She knows. She, I mean, she's losing her husband. Her One of her kids is acting like a brat. And what is she doing? She's just being the most perfect wife. Where she, you know, she knows that if she cries and starts whining to uh, Thor's, there's nothing he can do about no. it. So what is she going to do? She's just going to be a supportive wife. She's going to bandage up his bandage hand. Bandage him up without saying a word. Just takes his hand and does it. It is the most feminine, most beautiful thing I've seen in a TV show. Yep. She's just doing whatever she can. And uh, I, I've got to marry her, first of all. Yes. And th- the next morning, Leif and Thor's check out the sailing conditions. There's a piano man right off to the side oh, of the screen. The, talked about him, the piano man. He's going in right Yeah, here. he's setting the mood for sure. He's got to be cold. He's got to be very cold in the snow, but he's playing the piano. Elsewhere, uh, also... I don't know why I didn't have this notes. It was another great Helga moment. Thor's just for the sake of it. He doesn't have to do this. He's like, you know, watch, watch after him, watch after Thorfinn. And well, I guess now I know why I didn't put in the note because it's kind of funny what happens later, but she's going to try. She's going to try. her. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to do her best. She's going to do her damnedest. Still going to marry her. (laughs) Oh yeah. Still going to marry her, dude. Elsewhere. A guy is throwing an axe toward a priest. One of them taunts the Yams Vikings standing nearby. So right off the bat, you're like, whoa, who are these guys that are so willy-nilly taunting the the guys who were like the strongest in the North Sea? Whatever that means, wherever that leaderboard is. And Floki is talking with a, named, uh, a man named Askelad, the leader of the men outside. Floki says the men are as reckless. Now this as, is a, you didn't talk enough about how mean this was with the axe stuff. Well, I thought it was kind of funny. He said, "If you dodge, I'm going to kill you." But what's funny about it is, if he doesn't dodge, he's going to die anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so what would you do? Would you? Dodge that's why it? it's a hilarious joke. <laughs> if you dodge this bullet that's coming straight for your brain, I'm going to kill you. No, I mean they're. It's a funny joke. They're making. They're in a meeting right now. They're not going to just get ready to murder this guy while they're having a meeting. Oh, so he's. He's it was just. A, ju- it was a prank. It's literally. It's a, a prank. It's, a, it's a hilarious prank. Okay. It's but like, he got mad that he dodged it though when he did. I know, but that's what you got to do. See, he dodged, but he still. <laughs> but he still didn't. He just flinched basically. Okay. He's like, ah, oh, don't dodge out. Oh, now I'm going to kill you. He didn't kill him. Everything's cool, man. Would you trust the best axe thrower in the world to throw it and you, have you dodge like this? I wouldn't. The best axe thrower ever? I mean, what's in it for me? You win a prize. What's the prize? You win money. I mean, I'm a reasonable man. $10,000. $10,000, the best axe thrower. What's he doing? He's just throwing Throwing him. it right above your forehead. And he's he's at a distance that like he's used to. Yeah. Does he have a warm up toss? Uh, or is he just doing it cold? One warm up toss. I'd do it for ten thousand. Yeah. Okay. Now though, because here, yeah, I'd do it. He's the best axe thrower in the world, man. Yeah, but I mean, he might be nervous. He's never thrown. I'm sure he's never thrown one with a guy tied up to a post. You know. Easy. Well, if see, here's the thing about axe throwers. They 
if you're that good with weapons, you're going to practice the dark arts a little bit. You're not going to constantly, if you're that good, at some point you're going to be like, I wonder how good I really am. Yeah, right. I've, am I just going to throw at a piece of, kid. yeah, you're like, am I just going to throw at a piece of two by four my whole life or am I going to yeah. actually put my skills Charlie, to the test? you just call your kid over. Hey, Charlie, put an apple on your head. Stand over there real quick. I'm just saying. Yep. They're probably doing some experimenting, so I think he's going to nail the shot. I'm going to walk away $10,000 richer. The man's name is Askeladd. Floki says his men are as reckless as ever, and Askeladd says they just dislike Christians because they're the kind of assholes that'll just go sail the seas for a month to get some wine. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, we really dislike them. There's this one guy that's really put us on. I can't put the name to him though he told us about this guy named thors but Askeladd and his men have been waiting here for the yams vikings because floki is hiring Askeladd to kill thors end of episode right this is the hitman this is the hitman squad and like i like you said this they look like a bunch of amateurs mm-hmm. i mean they're dicking around it's like if Thor's is as good as they say, he shouldn't have that much of a problem with him. Unless his family comes into play and his yeah, crew. They're the, they're the classic mercenaries. Yeah. You know, they got the one brute that's kind of standing next to the guy throwing the axe. But They've other, got the clever mm-hmm. leader. But other than that, you know, they don't thrive in an actual battlefield. They thrive sneaking around. You know, these are the kind of guys you'll find under a tablecloth. Oh, yeah. Or in a barrel. Yeah, on a ship. sometimes they're in a barrel on a ship. So watch, <laughs> check your barrels. If you've learned one thing from this podcast, it's check your barrels when on a ship. Because that's where they'll yep. be. Cracker Barrel, that is a great restaurant. If nobody's been there, you need to go. So, Come down south. Yeah, I'm excited with this end scene after we figured out earlier what Floki's doing, what's what going Floki's on. What Floki's actually doing, yeah, yeah. So I'm assuming the leader of the Oms Vikings still likes Thor's, even though he left, wants him back. When he does get him back, he's obviously Thor's is such a good man, such a good fighter. You're up top again, right? Well, it, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, if that guy's the captain now, we obviously know that Thor's was at one point the captain. Maybe it's one of the surviving members of the Yams Vikings from back in the day when Thor's is there. So maybe it's not so much that he still likes him as much as it's he knows how capable he could be. Or he helped, or Thor's helped him be the kind of warrior that he was, so he's doing him a solid. We don't know. But I think that that's, it's interesting. And I definitely think that more so than anything, Floki's worried that if Thor's gets back, things are going to change. Because everybody sees it. As soon as you talk to Thor's, as soon as you look at him, you're like, oh, that guy's a leader. Right. Yeah. Whether it's not because the captain still likes him or if Thor's is just, you know, going to steal the show as soon as he's there because he's so, so good. But, um, but yeah, I think other than that, we pretty much covered it. It's kind of yeah, a... Yeah, it's just a great setup episode. Mm-hmm. We know what's coming. Thor's, obviously, is not looking forward to what's coming. We meet but... the new characters with Askeladd, and I'm excited for next week going to be a lot of fun covering it. All right, check out the Patreon. Follow us at Ronnie and Chad. Check out the Discord link in the description below. We'll talk with you later. I've been Ronnie. I've been Chatty. Peace. Peace.